Hello everyone and welcome back to the final episode of this bonus series of the She Can, She Did podcast that has solely been focused on the theme We Can, We Will. Whether this COVID-19 storm as business owners that is, I hope you're all well and having a lovely day so far. If we haven't had the chance to meet yet, I'm Fee and I'm the founder of She Can, She Did, slash the one that's usually asking the questions throughout these chats. Today, however, for the first time since launching the She Can, She Did podcast, I decided to hand that responsibility over to one of my good friends, that is Natalie Moores, aka one half of the amazing marketing duo that is Mac and Moore. Because as the series comes to an end today, I feel like I would be a bit of a lemon if I had asked everyone to share how COVID-19 has impacted them, while staying quiet myself about the ups and downs that I've had behind the scenes since COVID came along. Plus, given that She Can, She Did might look a little different in the months to come, if all goes to plan that is, I also wanted to let you know where I'll be focusing my energy once this final episode goes live and these daily podcasts that have been providing quite a nice little routine for me over the past few weeks comes to an end. Before we get going though, I can't not do a shout out to this bonus series amazing sponsor that is Tide Business Current Accounts, aka the business current account dedicated to startups, entrepreneurs and freelancers that I've personally been using and have loved ever since I made the switch to being a limited company at the end of 2018. Not only have Tide set up a hub on their website, www.tide.co that is, that's solely focused on supporting small businesses during the COVID-19 outbreak, that you'll be pleased to know cuts through all of the noise and misinformation out there by the way, and instead provides the latest news, advice and government support dedicated specifically to small business owners like you and me. Tide are also offering She Can, She Did listeners, aka you, with up to three months free access to their upgraded account, Tide Plus to support each and every one of us even more during the coming months. Now, what does that mean, I hear you ask? Well, essentially, you can set up a regular business current account in about 10 minutes on the Tide app, which is the one that I've been using for the past 18 months. But this upgrade that usually costs $9.99 a month will give you access to all of the Tide Plus features, including access to the Tide Plus member support phone line, a free 24-7 legal helpline that provides additional legal support around the clock, 20 free transfers per month, prioritised in-app support that will push your queries to the front of the queue, plus the fanciest perk if you ask me, an oh-so-exclusive matte black card that will make you stand out from the normal blue card lot. What's not to love, eh? To get started, all you need to do is download the Tide app if you're interested and enter the code PODCAST in the in-app chat to activate the offer. The T's and C's are listed in the show notes below, of course, along with a link to their amazing hub that I've been mentioning throughout the duration of this series. Please do let me know if you sign up. I would so, so love to hear what you think. With that said and done, before I hand over to Nat, I just want to say a giant thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in each day to this series, for your lovely DMs and emails and for just generally checking in to see how I am too. You are all such stars and have kept me going when I've had my own wobbles over the past few weeks too. So thank you so, so much, genuinely. And thank you so much to Nat as well for being such an impeccable host in this episode. I am so, so excited to get going on the next steps for She Can, She Did for all of us. And really, really do hope that as many of you as possible want to come on that little journey with me when it's ready to go. For now, though, this is my own short account of how the past eight weeks have played out for me and She Can, She Did behind the scenes. As always, girls, I really hope you enjoy it. I 
feel like I need to roll up my sleeves. Yeah, get stuck in. So in a minute, I'll just like crack on, shall I? Just like, as a... I mean, we're recording now, now. So you do, you do, <laughs> do you have a little drum roll? Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, hi, Fee. Hello. How does it feel to be on the other side of the interview questions? I feel like I've started to sweat. That's why I just took okay. my cardigan off. I was like, it's all getting a bit sweaty. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. I've, I do feel a bit nervous. I've, I feel like I've chosen my friend that's the best person with words I know that's going to make me look like even worse at wording questions than I already have because you're going to come out with something really elaborate. And I'll be like, sorry, Nat, like, I don't understand what you mean. <laughs> I mean, classic you, just to throw flattery at the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will endeavour to do my best. So I think the best place to start, in my opinion, um, and it's a really nice way that Jordan Stevens starts his whole truth podcast, is to go, how are you? But like, how are you in a really, really genuine way? Oh, it's a, such a weird question at the moment, isn't it? Because everyone's natural um, response to that is always like, I'm fine. Uh, yeah, I know, I'm... that sounds like the follow-up of like, how are you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, really. Um, yeah, do you know what? It's like, what is it? Monday afternoon of week eight or nine. I'm just, I feel like, yeah, it just all blurs into one. I'm okay. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to wrap this series up. I'm like, I've kind of come to a natural end. I feel like it needs to just tie up. I'm ready for something new. I'm just, I think like everyone's kind of got through the initial panic, et cetera, et cetera. And I just think like, yeah, Boris's announcement last night. I'm, yeah, that was, that was going to be my next point really was like, you know, Business-wise, where are we at now? Thanks to that very clear and concise announcement. <laughs> I know it was all a bit of a kerfuffle, really, wasn't it? I, I just, I'm all I'm grateful for is that part of it is that we can see family. I think, like, as in, even if it's outdoors, I think that's like update today has just made me go like, thank God. So, um, if it means a dog walk two meters apart, see the dog, see the family, I'm good. But in general, um. It's just, yeah, I've got my coffee. I've got a roof over my head. I feel like, yeah, how are you, darling? <laughs> you good? I'm grand, yes. I think, <laughs> you, you know, I literally feel like it's mad how how many weeks have gone by since our last conversation on this uh, podcast series. But no, um, you, were, you were the second interview, weren't you, you and Jess? And it was day two of starting to record them on that Saturday morning, which feels like a yeah. lifetime ago. It really, really does. And I mean, the, the funniest thing that I was thinking about earlier on today was like, obviously when you were talking to me about when you came up with this idea, weren't you in like Aldi car park or something? And yeah, you were just like yeah. having a no, little, like, yeah. little, sorry, sorry. <laughs> name <laughs> Get it right now, jeez. What, like, what was it about the, the place that we were all at at that particular point and where you felt you were at with She Can, She Did. Like, what was it that kind of made you feel as though this mini-series was the right thing to do? I think it was because I remember, so London, the London Mingle was the 11th of March, wasn't it? And yeah. then I was supposed to do the Brighton and the Cardiff Mingle and finish that roadshow. And I remember obviously cancelling that. I remember at the London Mingle, do you remember everyone? I remember hugging the guy that did my oh, AV, yeah. catching up with him. And he was like, oh, I didn't think we were supposed to do that. And then I was like, oh shit. Like I just, it was such a weird scenario, wasn't it? I don't think people had caught on. Yeah. It was starting to bubble up. And people were kind of joking about it, weren't they? Like yeah. when I remember when I went to the, I was queuing for the toilets. And I mean, in a normal queue, it was all not like two metres apart. And some 
I was chatting to someone and then usually we'd shake hands and it's like, and we'd be like, oh, oh, better yeah. not. And I was like, now you can't even imagine being stood in a building with someone you don't know. Yeah, it's so weird. I remember being so nervous about my opening remarks in that at that event, more so than normal. I'm always nervous, but like, because I didn't feel well. And I remember thinking, oh my God, if I so much as cough, everyone's going to think I've got coronavirus. And then it was like this genuine, I was building myself up, like so much panic. But I guess my point to get to, to this is that then the week that followed, obviously cancelling the mingles and all of the kerfuffle that came with that, the financial burden that came with that as well and then just it was the week before Boris announced the lockdown and I I, I mean I just remember I think I announced on the 16th I was cancelling the events or postponing them whatever you want to call it and just that week on Instagram which is where obviously the bulk of the she cancelled audience is just feeling so much pressure to like respond to all the panic that was coming through and it's really strange because my instant reaction to it was I genuinely, hand on heart, it's hit me later, hand on heart during that time, I felt really calm. Obviously, from a financial perspective and the work that just went into the roadshows, it wasn't the best at all. And I remember thinking like, oh, you know, that was the money that I'd set aside to put the roadshows on pause. Like that, I was going to like put everything into getting investment, wasn't I? And I remember thinking suddenly like, okay, well, that means that, you know, the next few months of what I had put aside to pay my mortgage that wasn't there anymore and it was like okay well that's a bit shit but just genuinely having not earned money before which she can she did just being like okay well like I don't earn enough to really worry about that you know like it's not like I'm splashing the cash left right and center so it was just a case of the feeling like I something has to be done and I didn't know what it was yet but feeling very confident deep down in myself that oh I'll figure that out over time that will present itself even though I can't I don't know what I'm doing right now and then during that week but, oh, do you remember how noisy it was like every so every loud. man and his dog so was venting and just like yeah all of this like I don't want to oh I'm not going to quote Trump but all of the like um, <laughs> misinformation that was being that was going around um, oh I know what you were going to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Like, there was just so many conflicting News it was articles, panic mode, wasn't it? It was panic. It was panic. Like chaos. Yeah, 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 absolutely. And I just feel like with she can, she did. Just I felt so fiercely protective over the community of business owners, the female founders, and I'm I'm myself one of them. And also just feeling like I need to do something. Like if this platform is representing us, I have to kind of come out with something for us but it again it was like that what can I do and long story short it basically boiled down to ranting about this to Connell um my partner and I remember we were on our way to Lidl and uh, it was really late at night and we thought we'd like to do our food shop late and before we went in we just sat in the car park and he's like a project manager and he was kind of just like just talk like what is like just get it out because I could feel myself getting like stressed and I was just saying I'm not a business expert and I, I need to respond to this, but I don't know what to say. And there's no point in me adding to that noise with more advice in inverted commas when I, I don't know what's right or wrong here. Yeah. No one does, right? So instead, let's flip it on its head and um, see what the she can, she did, or like all women that I admire and respect, how they are adapting to this. And then in turn, hopefully from that, it will reassure all of us that if they can, we can, et cetera, et cetera blah 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 we can get through this because that was my 100% gut feeling we can get through this but 
like with everything with she can she did you're just gonna have to dig deep and work hard and find a way to make it work whatever that looks like for you but it can be done and then I just remember going into Lidl and literally the shops were empty and being like oh my god this is really serious because it was like in that it was in that like panic buying mode as well and oh, like toilet roll Armageddon yeah toilet roll but like as you walked in it was just I've never seen anything like it and that was my thing where it was like okay this is weird and then obviously yeah kicked off the series and uh, lockdown and how, began. And how has the series been in terms of kind of I know that you're it's it's quite interesting with you because obviously your platform is there to kind of amplify voices of individuals for the greater good of the wider community but obviously you as an individual yourself you know you're you've been affected in this in exactly this you know exactly the same way as we all have even though everyone's kind of individual experience has been different like have you been have you has your opinion of your own approach to things changed based on the conversations you've had through the podcast series or is it kind of not Um, really well no 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 in the sense that I think with this it's like there is no right or wrong way to respond so over the past eight weeks it's been like it always is with she can she did every interview I've done it's like therapy because there's always something I take from it and it's just a chat, isn't it? So it's back and forth. We're just like every, I think everyone's been like, what on earth is going on? And that's just kind of been echoed. But <laughs> that's the common thread. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of tied them all together. But I definitely think the way I've interviewed some founders and, you know, for instance, the Worm Girls, they, they're furloughed and they're not working at the moment. So everything's channeled mm-hmm. into being creative. I can't relate to that, but I completely respect their decision. And it's just been for me. So I think it's just helped to kind of, just a general understanding of how this situation is affecting everyone because it's just yeah it's just been the most bizarre bizarre bubble but I think it's also been interesting when I think back about when we chatted and when I interviewed Jenna for episode one those interviews were pre-lockdown yeah and and that hadn't even hit and just to see how it's evolved and how people approach you know if I've interviewed someone four weeks into lockdown what those interviews have been like compared to the first. And I was really worried that it would turn into a same old, same old, same old. But actually, every one of us is different, right? And there's, yes, there's common threads that kind of appear across all of them. But I, I am really happy with it, or at least I found it so interesting to see that yeah, it's been, we've it's all been approached so it differently. Great. Yeah, to have that kind of something that is a a marker point across each week where things are changing so much. And, and like you said in our interview, you know, we were talking about like things that were going to happen in early summer and what, and it's like even people's perception now of what is realistic and what isn't from a, from a kind of business perspective and a personal perspective. I think that's changed on a week by week basis and obviously it's kind of extended. So like in terms of the like short-term versus long-term with She Can, She Did, obviously you've kind of had this immediate project of being like, right, this is what I'm going to do covid reaction but as a kind of overall brand she kind of like how are you kind of seeing yourself with the short-term stuff versus the long-term stuff like have you kind of got any ideas on that yeah it's been honestly I feel like it's been such a, a weird eight weeks for me personally like it's just in terms of this series just do, doing a daily podcast in general it's given me some structure so I'm interviewing every day editing every day doing my intro bit recording that uploading it blah 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 and that's just given me some kind of something to work around so I've intended to do all of that in the morning and mid-afternoon and then late afternoon it's kind of that long-term strategy because you know a week into launching this series I put a post up on LinkedIn announcing it Tide obviously reached out and offered to sponsor it which was like take you know the 
the best thing that could have happened. And I'm yeah. I still like pinching myself because I've wanted to partner with them for ages. But it's a four week contract. It ends when this yeah. episode goes out tomorrow. And it was just kind of like that, you know, financially was a sigh of relief from like a mortgage payment perspective. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah. the thing again, it's going like the we shouldn't be kind of shying away from the fact just because everyone else, everyone is struggling and you're kind of speaking to people who are struggling. Like you, you are a business. Like you need to kind of focus on where your next paycheck's coming from as well. A hundred percent. And that's been something across this whole series that I have not shied away from in terms of mm. so many, there was so much guilt about it. That was some of the things that really annoyed me about this whole situation, about some of that noise that was coming up is, you know, people feeling bad for earning money throughout this and I'm like you become a charity in yourself like you have to find a way yes if I could have furloughed myself I suppose but if you furlough yourself you can't work right and that's anything yeah our our office on can't respond to anything that walks up to the door and says hello I've got money exactly (laughs) (laughs) and that just that doesn't that's not in my nature at least I knew that there was things that I could be done it's so different if you are a florist and events are off you know you you can't work yeah and so yeah that kind of from a short-term perspective, having a bit of money, so massive sigh of relief, very aware it was short-term. And then I've had a few like random opportunities with brands pop up. Um, so Saint-Tropez asked me to do something on, you know, this whole working from home thing. And they're, they're just random opportunities of just, again, crop up. And I'm like, you, you thank your lucky stars because it's just like an extra little bit of money. It's not huge, but it's, an, it's enough to be like, okay, well, yeah. I didn't have that before. Breathing so, space. Absolutely. Um, so that from like a short-term, but... <laughs> As you know, Nat, I obviously had pre-COVID planned to channel everything into an invest- investment. And I've actually been speaking it since... What? That's my one bad gag I'll do the whole thing. <laughs> but do you know what, though? Like, that's the thing I think I really struggle with. Like, God, what a broken record, having spoken about this for... You know, the idea for this popped into my head in... June of 2018 and don't get me wrong it's evolved so much since then but I have not shied away from the fact that I've been trying to raise investment on the side of you know the mingles and everything and so I had pre-covid set aside March end of roadshow to channel everything into this so I could finally stop being a broken record and get this thing off the ground (laughs) and um, I've been speaking to um, an amazing woman female investor that kind of shown some interest since January and I think it was the week after Easter but after you know doing the daily interview and editing that I had a, a meeting with her that afternoon and I kind of prepped for it and done all my thing and it was kind of all looking a bit hopeful but also it was weird like a gut feeling was telling me like this is different coronavirus has happened how is this call gonna go mm. but still holding out a bit of hope and anyway like we had a zoom call and like she made it really clear that like it was off the cards and that it's so understandable because her business you know needed all her attention needed yeah. to go into that and I completely get it but you know you obviously have that like oh Christ here we go again like back to square one feeling but she's so amazing and we we spent about an hour on that zoom call afterwards and she was just saying to me like feel like can you not get this off the ground and I was like no I need the money to that's my constant you need the money I don't have the money and anyway we kind of went back and forth and it was I remember signing off that call saying bye and and it sounds so stupid just feeling like I'd had this massive slap in the face in the best way where I've been interviewing all these women that have kind of said you know 
this is the time to put into action all of those ideas that you've been sitting on and I'm kind of like wish she can she did I've been sitting on this thing like yes I've been kind of going off and meeting different people it's never gone either the next roadshow takes the priority mm-hmm. or another podcast yeah. or trying to get another contract renewed for the sponsorship or whatever to keep me going as always yeah. kind of put it back on the back burner and I remember just again saying to Connell that evening like I, I'm so fed up of putting it in other people's hands it's an idea that everyone I've spoken to is like yeah we need that and then all the investors I've spoken to rightly so saying well is, is it up and running like how many people are on it and yeah. being like oh it's, it's not yet like that's why I'm raising money and it was that that was the biggest I think yeah mid-April just thinking right I am going to launch this find a way to with without all the fancy pants bits that I've been hoping for and it's just like God, what an idiot like of course that's what you do you start small and build up but I think I just know I think like you said we're in a different world aren't we and and also I think that sometimes these things kind of show you how much you really want them or how much you truly believe in them and in yourself because mm. it's only you know when your back's up against the wall like it is now there's there's various different approaches you could take and I feel like with you I think you've always known that this is an absolute you know winner of a, of a, of a concept of an idea it's, it's it's brilliant but I think you you know it's understandable that you wanted those measures in place and those right steps and let's try and do this and da, 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 da. whereas like now if it's a case of like well this whole pandemic has been a, a massive leveler for everyone you know no one's got the swanky event spaces that you could take people to you can't take people out for a schmoozy dinner you know you can't kind of get all these people to get do all these things like everyone is just relying on I think who you are as a person and how how you can kind of come across and what you've got to say and what your ideas are and there's something a little bit galvanizing in that of going well no if it's a great idea and there's nothing else kind of in my way other than the obvious why not let's just crack on and then give it a go that was that was literally I think yeah see I knew you're gonna do it you're gonna make it so concise and I'm like yes girl Love it. <laughs> <laughs> if that had been me I'd be like yeah so uh uh <laughs> yeah no I no but that was honestly that was it and it was just a case of like also just from a really I've always put pressure on myself but I'm just so ready for that next stage of the business yeah that's exciting then it's so nice to hear an exciting thing as well out of yeah, this. It's yeah. kind of, you know you imagine it's all gonna be all doom and gloom and it's really not is it there's no. so many kind of good bits but it's so weird though because I remember at the beginning of of this whole when I cancelled the mingles I remember thinking like we're all gonna look back on this it's the history geek in me that like when you think about the fact that kids are going to be writing essays on this it will be like how it shaped decision making and all of that kind of thing and it is it's like we are all going to look back on this moment in time and in our lives and be like oh my god it was so shit at the time but look what it taught me and look where it led and you know fingers crossed hopefully I one day I can look back and be like you know that was the kick up the bum I needed to just start it and stop waiting on someone else to say I believe in you do you know? Yeah, you you you've got this. Like you can yeah. kind of stand up and go. Actually, like I can I can do this. We you know you can you will. Oh, what's that? I can I will, <laughs> honey. <laughs> and there's the advertising campaign. <laughs> yeah, no, and it's and do you know what though? Like just from a transparency thing though. Obviously, without money, you know, the whole thing had been planned for like a um, you know, the big launch and all of that. And I'm so aware that you know there's people that have helped, and then it was a case of being able to make sure that if I couldn't pay them up front that 
how can I work together in some way so it was a case of getting on the phone with the team at like seed legals to help with like what Mm. would if I was to give away equity what would that look like and if I was to what kind of shares would you give or is it share options and like it's just such a learning curve but I had a call with them I had a call with the accountant um, and then just all the back and forth with making sure that those people were happy to help without all the fancy pants the big checks that were going to go had I got investment and then fingers crossed if we get it off the ground one day you can thank them properly but like I'm just saying that's just been another thing on the back of like in the afternoons like aside from the daily podcast just to kind of wrap my head around that make sure they're happy and fingers crossed as this episode goes out I can just say right we're all in a good place game on I think as well like the the really interesting thing about that and this in this individual process is like the world of investment has been traditionally so hyper-masculine in the way that it's been built, in the way that the business gets carried out. You know, the world of VC, like all of that stuff is very, very masculine, isn't it? And I feel like, you know, the, the way that you've gone about it of going, actually, like, I need to kind of look at things differently, maybe in a way that you would have done anyway, you know, had had you kind of gone that traditional route. But I feel like there's this whole kind of much more sort of traditionally feminine approach going on where it's like actually people you know people you've interviewed on your podcast who are saying like actually I've just been offering to do this for these people for free because it keeps me busy and actually I hope that one day that they'll do something for me and we've had exactly the same with our business where like you know we've we've been helping out a couple of people and and just genuinely because it's the right thing to do and it feels like the right thing to do and Maybe, you know, a big learning off the back of this is that we can unpick some of the ways that things are done in in a traditional kind of business sense and look at things more holistically and go, actually, you know, how can we support people in a way that compensates them financially, but also kind of supports them in other ways like maybe this is actually another kind of good thing to come off the back of it it's like a massive learning for you going through from a hands-on perspective of going if I need support and I want these people around me like how can I make sure that it's mutually beneficial yeah yeah I I like exactly and I feel like from day one like value exchanges to me I know some people have such an issue with them but I am such a massive advocate for them because I do think like you carry out what you say you're going to do in return and make sure it's mutually beneficial oh my gosh it's like to me it's a no-brainer and like just generally being kind I feel like that's one of the best things that have come from this because I think it was such a bleak um as like a nation in general it was so bleak for the past few years I think from Brexit onwards do you remember like I always think 2012 the London Olympics there was the royal wedding was that 2011 like there was like a bubble of just genuine like Britain was amazing and then I think like (laughs) Brexit happened and we've all just been so doom and gloom for a bit and it's like the kindness that has come from this has just been so inspiring but yeah from the businesses like you said like oh my god so many people are doing so many amazing things and I just think yeah it doesn't always have to have that monetary value like attached to it. Yeah there's more to it definitely Mm. and still on that point do you have any other advice that you would give out to your female founder community of kind of based on your experiences so far? I think it's um for me, I think it, go, it follows on from what you said quite nicely there, like what we were just talking about, like kindness has to come first in all of this and like just following your gut. And there's always one of my pet hates from platforms like Instagram is how some individuals and or businesses, brands, whatever, call each other out and or it's yeah. like indirect, you know, really passive aggressive. You clearly know what they're talking about, all of that kind of thing. And I just think like just before you type or before you post, just think about if that was 
someone did it to you and I just think we just need to be more kind and just realize that you know anyone that is running a business uh, or just anyone in general they're just trying the best and I just think like I think um lovely lady called Hannah Anderson who runs as we are and I remember speaking about that with her uh, before and she has the phrase call in before you call out like if you have an issue with what someone's doing speak to them before you just post it and try and get the support behind you and all of that kind of thing and I think now is such a everyone feels vulnerable at the moment like you know everyone's having their ups and down days so just really yeah try and remember like if you're happy you know deep down that what you're doing is good just yeah just try and stick with that it's infectious as well isn't it that's the thing I posted a poem on my Instagram the other day by I think Brian Bilson and then it was about this whole idea of like everyone's talking about this virus that's going around that's you know lethal and dangerous but there's actually another one that's really infectious going around which is kindness and I think that you know like you're saying if you can kind of reach out to someone rather than call them out you know you can potentially spread some kindness around and if there was more of that going on like actually and it and it's you know it it's it's become such an overused phrase, hasn't it? And I think mm-hmm. actually it goes back to just the, the the core definition of like, is that a kind thing to do? If yeah. not, maybe so don't it. do it. Yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And then the other thing I would say is that every single person, even like the people that you think are super super strong, everyone is being tested by this. Like, so oh, if you're mate. having a bad yeah. day, and that is, <laughs> and that's another thing though. It said so often. But whether you you can look at a you know a motivational quote and think like oh yeah yeah no that's true, but whether you actually listen to it and like take mm. it on board, everyone is struggling throughout this. So just don't beat yourself up because it is. I remember speaking to um really early on. I think it was my first wobble about three weeks in, whenever it was, and um just having a weird day and saying you know one of the girls that follows she can she did she's so lovely Lorna you know the one that wrote the poet read the poem out at the oh, mingle yeah, yeah, amazing. yeah from Toots yeah. Design we, she was like how are you and I was like oh you know just having a little wobble but everyone you know there's so many people that are worse off right now and she was like yeah Fee, there are but you're also allowed to have a bad day and not feel bad about that and I remember mm. just thinking like, yeah, that's so true. Like we're all sort of saying, you know, oh, there's so many people worse off. So it doesn't, you know, I'm just being an idiot. Yeah. And it's like actually, you're, yes, there are a lot of people worse off, but it doesn't diminish what you're feeling or like maybe you shouldn't feel guilty for having a bad day, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Also, I think it's really important to remember that all your other shit doesn't go away just because this is also really, really hard and it is, is harder for so many other people. Like I've had such a wobble, like one of my wobbles this weekend was about something which is a very, very boring old, you know, thing of mine that's been like hanging around for years. And I was like, oh, you're here again. <laughs> like, like, like <laughs> <laughs> Now is not the time. <laughs> that's it, you know, you, you, at the end of the day, we're all, we're all, we were all dealing with things before this happened and we're all going to be dealing with things that aren't to do with this again. Mm. So it's, it's again like we were saying before like just giving into that a little bit I think and going yeah of course you're not going to post it from the rooftops that you're having the worst time ever but yeah giving yourself a little break and being like actually it's so okay for me to just kind of give into this a bit now because again so many people as well distract themselves from sitting with their feelings and Jess will laugh at this when she hears it because oh my god was I the worst hypocrite for this forever but so I honestly feel like Brenny Brown changed you Brenny Brown oh and Jess god. hand in hand like but it's true though like at the moment the, the thing that we actually 
can do is kind of go through whatever it is that we're going through and like really sit and face it and I Mm. think that's you know yeah yeah well like we were saying before this call came like on Saturday I had a day where I just felt sad and I remember being like and it sounds so silly but it's just not in my nature and like I normally again like I was saying to you before the call um normally I'd be like oh I'll just go for a walk or I'll go for a run or I'll do some exercise or I'll cook a nice meal like that's my go-to so always sorts myself out off I go but I didn't I couldn't I didn't have the energy to like even do that and just literally getting so upset out of nowhere that I felt sad and I was just sitting with this and not having the energy to do anything about it and it's just rolling with it and just I remember calling mum had a big cry spoke my partner had a big cry others and felt so much better for it afterwards but just didn't recognize myself in that and I just think like this Mm. coronavirus thing it's like it's it's just such a weird weird time and yes it's eight nine weeks in and we're all kind of like everyone keeps saying we're all adjusting to this new normal but actually not downplaying the fact that it's a really weird time and you know if it makes you feel a little strange then it's a strange time and that's okay you know yeah that's really okay I think um that massively leads on to the uh, final question, which is uh, talking of the new normal. Once <laughs> the new normal goes back to some sort of semblance of the old normal, how are you going to be treating and spoiling yourself once this is all, you know, blown over? I am 100% going to go straight to uh, mum and dad's and see the pets and Oh, it sounds so silly. But <laughs> I just <laughs> I need I'm gonna come to your parents your pets, to be honest. <laughs> no, honestly, I need Hector Humphrey the Horatio Cuddles so badly. And just generally barbecue with the family and just enjoy being there because oh my gosh, mum and dad's place. They're they're living the life like uh with their yeah. garden. Like the house is tiny, but the the garden's huge and I'm just like they're just outside all the time and I'm stuck in the flat and I'm just so ready to have a barbecue outside. But saying that, Nat, you know, turn veggie in January and it's be my first barbecue where it's a veggie barbecue and, I, and it doesn't feel as much as a normal one was. So I no, feel like, uh, I think, yeah, we'll you see. Know, I think that's the thing, you'll take it. If someone had said veggie barbecue to you a year ago, you would have been like, hell no. But actually, I think... I will have barbecue. a grilled mushroom. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I will have a skewered courgette. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, To be honest, that is actually really funny that you've said that because I've had a very similar fantasy. I did the thing off of, um, do you listen to Hilo? She wrote a list, which was all of the things that she wanted to do once this was over, but not just like, you know, go on holiday. Like it was like specific things like go to Liberties and like sniff all the perfumes and not buy any, like go and like snog someone in Soho for two hours. Like all all those like things. And I was like, I really want to write a list of my own that's like this specific Things. So yeah. I want to like obviously snog people in Soho for two hours. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you. <laughs> no, I really want to swim in the sea. Like I've got just like my absolute focus, like to swim in the sea. I want to sit in my parents' house and have a barbecue. Not in the house, in the garden. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I don't think the fire brigade would be the best. Please. <laughs> at my mum and dad's house on fire. Finally. <laughs> and it's those little things I think that like you yeah. you know you, we've actively brought our world's walls in haven't we of like what we think is is important and what will be special and I think so yeah, just being able to kind of go and see my mates I mean it's obviously my 30th birthday and not that you're hinting 
<laughs> when is it? 28th of July. July. So, oh, I we mean, should be out by then. It could be big. It could be big. Right? Yeah, it I was going to say, big. that could be like the, the best time, the big hurrah on the other side. Totally. Yeah. That makes me, I was just thinking like that list, I feel like mine had, um, you know, like walking around John Lewis. I have like yeah. such, I love, yeah. like yeah. it sounds really silly, but like a department store. Like, if you say Liberty, Liberty is always good, right? But you can't afford anything. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, I can't afford it. Whereas John Lewis is at least like this, like, there's this, like, I could afford it. You could you know, buy I could. It. Yeah, it yeah. could be a teaspoon, but I could do it. Literally, <laughs> yeah. There's a yeah. lot of things in there that, you know, you could. Pair of pants. Put in the basket. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I think, yeah, that that's kind of so thing. true. Just kind of, that's the thing. I think writing a list like that is such a good, it's such a lovely idea because you kind of, it takes you back to, like, the things that are really important. And I think that, like, you know, those those simple small things that you just think ah, yeah, yeah no that's so true I'm gonna do that now this evening that could be my homework well, <laughs> my podcast homework podcast homework oh send it me afterwards won't you? <laughs> now I don't know how I end this but um I mean actually the one thing I would say is you know and you're gonna probably cringe at this but like genuinely thank you like you're what you've done for your community and what you've done even just like you know to Jess and I as as friends as well like you have been such a a great like beacon of support and like honestly I think that you know you you obviously don't get told that enough but you you should be really proud of what you've done and um I'm sure I speak for all of your podcast (laughs) listeners when I say thank you Thank you. No, in all seriousness, I am. Um, no, I. Apparently, I didn't. You can edit that out. You appreciate it. No, it's more like I cringe when I'm like, you know, when the same way you would. You know, if someone's like, yeah, I know. Well, I, I really genuinely appreciate it. No, I, I, I. Yeah, I'm really. Um. By the way, you just did a really cracking job. So thanks. I no I'm really grateful for everyone that's listened and I'm just yeah just to wrap this series up I just feel like no thank you a million times over for everyone that's been tuning in each day because it genuinely has given me something to focus on and it's meant a lot and yeah hopefully Natalie we can kind of because you're part of this new plan get this uh, new new thing up off the ground because that's where the focus is going to be for the next few weeks and absolutely yeah see, see where it goes so it won't be all, all singing or dancing but it will fingers crossed be as good as it can be without the big the big dollar behind it so oh man it's gonna be it's gonna be brill connell goes whatever you say be don't say watch this space yeah sorry connell <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to that episode of the She Can, She Did podcast. It really, really does mean a lot. If you happen to enjoy it, it would mean so much to me if you could please rate and review the series because rumour has it, it helps to boost the podcast in the charts, which allows more female founders and aspiring business owners to find it. For now, though, I really, really hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening once again. And please do look out for tomorrow's episode.